Welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast with Jacob Ayers, providing actionable content to help you along your journey to financial freedom through real estate investing. As the premier asset class, real estate has helped ordinary people just like you amass fortunes. The benefits of passive income from real estate investing will allow you to live a life you want. And now your host, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and apartment deal syndicator, Jacob Ayers. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, episode 162. Hi, I'm your host, Jacob Ayers. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hey, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, spending time with friends and family and eating delicious food. Well, now we're back for an episode with today, just you and I, and we're going to be discussing what it means to have a passive investment. There are so many ways you can invest in real estate, from wholesaling to fix and flip, buy and hold rentals, raw land, note investing, private lending, syndication, raising private capital, house hacking, etc. The list goes on and on. With each of these different approaches, the same term gets used quite a bit and even misused. That term is passive income. The truth is, no investment is truly passive. Some investments are more passive than others, but none are truly passive. At the very least, you have to vet deals, build systems and processes, and manage those systems and processes. When first starting out investing in real estate, you'll likely self-manage your property, which requires you to find, screen, and place tenants, manage maintenance requests, pay the bills, keep accounting records, manage insurance policies, handle leases, the whole nine yards. And this is by no means a passive approach, but it is an approach many people find themselves doing. With illusions, it is passive. Now sure, at times, it can be relatively smooth sailing, but at other times, it can feel as if the wheels are falling off. I know because this is where I got my start investing in real estate. There have been a ton of peaks and valleys. So what is one to do if they want a truly passive investment? Well, as far as I know, there is no such thing. Here is why I say that. Let's say you have a large sum of money that you want to invest of $1 million. First, you consider traditional asset classes, like stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. You're probably going to enlist the help of a money manager. Well, now you need to research that manager and firm. Already, your investment is not so passive by having to do this. Then you need to meet or talk with that money manager periodically to review your portfolio, make adjustments, etc., You'll likely find yourself watching the news, keeping up with the market, and searching for that next big opportunity. 
you'll concern yourself with which companies are expected to beat earnings, which are going to increase or cut dividends, etc. Next thing you know, you can't go a day without worrying about the market. And the worst part is, that's all you can do is worry. You cannot control the details of any vehicle you invest in. So, next, you consider investing your $1 million in real estate. As we discussed, there are numerous ways to do so. You could buy quite a few single-family homes. You would need to research, interview, and vet a qualified property manager. Then you would have to manage that property manager, review monthly income and expense statements, and navigate through all those other things we talked about. This approach isn't so passive you come to find out. Well, you decide that instead you're going to loan money for real estate projects. You have to vet the borrower, understand and vet the project, have the contract drawn up by an experienced attorney, and then hope the project is successful and you are repaid your money with interest. This is a bit more passive, but not entirely as you can see. And with this less involved approach, you lose out on a lot of those benefits of real estate, like the power of leverage, depreciation, principal paydown, etc. The moral of this story is investing money requires at least some level of due diligence and active involvement. Nothing is truly passive. If you're going to invest your money over time, then you should pick the best investment vehicle and strategy that fits your goals. If you want to be hands-on, then perhaps building a business is the best approach. When you build a business, you're investing both your time and money by doing so, and hopefully one day you can automate that business and step away from it. If you want to be as hands-off as possible, then partnering with someone else or a group of people is probably your best option. But remember our private money lending scenario where you are less involved but also less rewarded. So what is one to do? Well, it all comes down to what your goals are combined with your personality. What I mean by this is you have to ask yourself, what it is you want, then find a way to achieve that, knowing your personality and what approach best fits you. Many of the guests on the show have shared their journeys with us. They have shared with us what drew them to real estate investing and how they got started investing. There have been lots of guests who have started as passive investors, partnering with more experienced real estate investors on their first deals. One benefit of this is they are able to learn from that experienced partner on a real project. They are able to tag along and see sometimes the life of the project from finding and vetting properties to financing, managing, and finally exiting the project. There are many ways to partner with real estate investing. And that's the beauty of real estate investing is there are very few rules on how and what you can do. So long as you and your partners are following the SEC laws and reporting your income to the IRS, 
then your imagination is the only limit to what you can do. Some experienced real estate investors whom I've learned about partnerships and so much more from include Joe Fairless, Matt Faircloth, Ben Labovich, and Vinny Chopra. They are experienced and professional real estate investors and all emphasize the power of partnerships. One of the most common ways to form a real estate partnership is called a syndication. We've talked a quite a bit on the show about syndications, but just to quickly define that term again, syndication is simply a fancy word for pooling resources, whether that be money, knowledge, time, or experience, together to invest in properties much bigger than one would be able to individually. Most of the time, syndications involve larger projects such as apartments, commercial or retail buildings, storage units, office buildings, etc. Participating in a syndication as a passive investor is a great way to be involved in a deal that you otherwise wouldn't be. While there are many different ways that people structure syndications, most of the time you as the passive investor will own a small percentage of the asset, whether that's an office building, apartment complex, etc. You'll be able to review the financials of the deal, be in the loop with the renovations, and potentially receive a return on your money invested. There are very few hard and fast rules when it comes to syndications, aside from those previously mentioned IRS and SEC laws, of course. Profit splits, entity structures, asset classes, roles and responsibilities, distributions, decision-making, and business plans all vary. No one syndication is the same as the other. If you are interested in participating in a syndication, here are a few things you should consider. One, what asset class, i.e. apartments, self-storage, office, retail, industrial, etc., do you want to invest in? Determining this high-level criteria will help you begin to narrow down your approach. Next, consider your risk tolerance. Would you rather invest in stable, low-risk properties that provide lower returns or value-add properties that need to be stabilized but offer potentially higher returns? And three, what are your financial goals? Consider and weigh near-term cash flow and long-term appreciation. Different projects will produce different cash-on-cash returns and internal rate of returns, or IRR. Now, once you've set your investment criteria, you can begin to explore investment options. Note that some investment opportunities are only available to accredited investors as defined by the SEC. At the time of this recording, an accredited investor is one who has a net worth of $1 million, excluding the value of one's primary residence, and an annual income of $200,000 or $300,000 joint income with one spouse with reasonable expectation of reaching that same income level 
in the current year. Now, of course, it's important to consult with an attorney when dealing with U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission regulations. With all of that said, syndications are essentially just partnerships. Each one is different from the other. When we discussed all the different ways you can invest in real estate, from flipping to private money lending to buy and hold rentals, we briefly mentioned the levels of involvement versus the levels of returns. For example, you don't receive the benefit of the tenant paying down your principal balance for you on a fix and flip project like you do with buy and hold rentals. With private money lending, you don't get to capture the depreciation. Each method of investing has pros and cons. Buying and holding real estate for the long term offers the most benefits. You are paid in the following five ways. One, principal paydown by the tenant. Two, appreciation of the property. Three, cash flow. Four, tax advantages. Remember, depreciation is a big one there. And five, hedging against inflation by securing long-term fixed rate debt. Personally, I prefer to invest in buy and hold rental properties since they pay you in all five of these ways. Furthermore, I prefer to invest in residential real estate for a few reasons. For one, I understand it. I can look at a property and at least closely assess its value or rental price. Now, I don't have a crystal ball to tell me what the world will look like in the future, but there are not any scenarios I can imagine that would eliminate the need for people to have somewhere to live. These two reasons alone are why I focus on residential real estate, specifically multifamily, rather than office, retail, industrial, etc., from single-family homes to large apartment complexes, you can find partners to invest with. Typically, the larger the deal, the more complex the partnerships are. But fundamentally, all partnerships are similar. Each person contributes something, whether that is capital, time, experience, or anything else, in return for equity, cash flow, or any other benefit. You can partner with someone on a single-family home or a group of people on a larger apartment deal. You can take a more active role managing the deal or a more passive role providing capital and not having to manage the day-to-day -day operations. Your investment approach should be built around your goals and desired outcomes. From hands-on active roles to more hands-off passive roles, real estate offers many different options. Investing in real estate is quite the journey and one I personally enjoy. But no investment is better than the one you make in yourself and your future. You are already investing in yourself by listening to this podcast. So continue to make that investment today and in the future and it will pay dividends far beyond anything you can measure. Well, if you have any questions about partnerships or are curious about the types of properties and markets I invest in, feel free to reach out to me directly. Investing and partnerships are relationship businesses first. 
and I would rather first understand you and your goals. I'm happy to share my opinions on any investments that you are considering, answer any questions I can, and just talk real estate investing. You can always contact me at www.jacobayers.com forward slash contact. Simply provide your name and email to drop me a note. I don't share your email with anyone, nor even add you to any type of list. You won't receive any type of email unless it's personally addressed to you from me. In the coming weeks, we'll be speaking with several guests who are successful real estate investors, capital raisers, and syndicators. They'll show us exactly how they find and vet deals, structure their partnerships, and other details of their unique businesses. In the meantime, if you have any specific questions around these topics, feel free to reach out to me and I'd be happy to answer any questions and pass them along to our guests to discuss on upcoming shows. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. I hope you're getting value from these podcasts. If you like what you've heard, please go over and leave a rating and review on whichever platform you're listening on. For more information, resources, and to connect with me, visit www.jacobayers.com. Till next week, engineer the lifestyle you want. You've been listening to the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom podcast, providing you actionable content to build your real estate empire. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for personal advice. The opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have a potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of the Real Estate Way to Wealth and Freedom, LLC, exclusively.